Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Yes, I am. We I are in person here. as we are recording this directly um, after the last episode. Can you bring up a calendar, Ben? Yeah, sure. Calendar, calendar, Ben. Because that's right, we're we're at Ben's house again. Yes. Um, this will be coming out. Twenty-fourth. Oh, the twenty-fourth. No, I was thinking Invasion Day. I should say. Yeah, Global Game Jam. But that's next uh, week's episode. Yeah. Okay. We're not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. Okay. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? No. Shut the fuck up. Maybe that's the theme. Are we there yet? That, but that wouldn't be a bad theme. That'd be a good theme. Yeah, are we there yet? There you go. Free, uh, <coughs> free thing. Because I'm for sure next you year. haven't chosen it this year yet. I'm sure, you'd probably choose it the night before, right? Right, the day game off. Jam day off. Day off. Like four fifty nine. They, they they wait for the they wait for the um for the bitstorm episode to come out. That's just been turning off. Turning the, off the AC. The, the AC as we get incredibly hot in here again. <laughs> so sorry about that, listeners. Yes. <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> Shall we do that as our theme for this week? Why not? Let's see what we can do with Are We There Yet? Okay, so we're going to play some regular click pitch as well, but we are going to add in the theme Are We There Yet? just for something different. Trevor's making a face after seeing his first word, so we're going to do three, two, one, click. Um, Smelly. Cunning. <laughs> Uh, that made you pause before you read the final word there, I assume. <laughs> I, I wonder why. Uh, drinking assistant. Are we there yet? Mm, are we there yet? So, I mean, are we there yet? It's going to lead to a lot of travel-based mm. games. Road trip. Uh, road trip sort of things. Ooh. You know Do what, we you know go what gets there? smelly? Someone who gets incredibly drunk. Okay. And they soil themselves in oh. the back of in the in the back of mum's Commodore. Mm. So they need an assistant to drive them? Yes. Or the assistant is the GPS as they as they're trying to get to the hospital <laughs> to get their stomach pumped. A game where you're playing from the yet? point of view of a GPS <laughs> could be interesting. <laughs> you gotta reroute. Okay. Yeah, rerouting. Uh, are we seeing reports come in, like, as you dr- as this person's driving? You're seeing the way they're following. Is this literally just you're seeing essentially the, the like, uh, the interface of the GPS with the little arrow to show where they are? And, and, we're ca- telling and current the- traffic alerts. Current traffic alerts and, and like... Uh, accidents and things, but what? But what I like the idea of is telling the story of who this is purely by where they are going on the GPS. Yep. Um, and like at what time or something or when? Um, because I like the idea of like first you drive them to the bar, and then. <laughs> Seven hours passes and like, you know, it, it, it switches over and they come back in and they type in. You see them typing it yep. and they're like misspelling things. Yeah. 
they shouldn't be driving. They shouldn't be driving. But what, what are you? How can you do anything about it? You're just the GPS. So all you can do is try to get them home safely. Pull over. Pull over. You're just telling them to pull, pull over. over. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've got that much autonomy. Um, um, but I like that idea. Then it's like, okay, take them down like lower trafficked. This is the tutorial areas. level. This is the tutorial level. So, because what I think is, and I, I really love this this yeah. idea. It's gone away from where I was originally planning no, on going. Yeah. It's taken a life of its own. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking, you know, the um, what was that airport game where you like oh. bringing? Mm. I know the one you mean. Like we had to like draw the paths of draw the plane the path so of, they didn't. Yeah, so they d- didn't intersect and yeah. all this sort of stuff. I like the idea of this is for traffic of. At first, you've got the one car that you're sort of yeah you're helping take Get around, yep. and then as you go, it's like okay, now there's a crash that's happened here, which you might have caused. You may have caused. You now know about this crash here, or you know a car that's you know parked across the road because the drunk people they just they parked right across the <laughs> the highway and got out and ran <laughs> to the um to the hospital. And now you've got to deal with that with your next yep. two cars that need to go, you they know, need one to go needs to cross over Various here. places, yeah. And, and so is it less... Uh, I think what you what you have sometimes is you've got one person who's literally speeding because they're trying to get away from the cops. Right. And this and is just one of the levels. And then it comes up and you're levels. guiding the cops. You're guiding the guy and you're guiding the cops and, like, you can- you've got choices for who you let get away or something. Or yeah. And it's like, all right, send the send the cops through the, like, area where there's a ton of traffic because- Storylets. Yeah, maybe. Basically- We did that if you've, two if weeks you've ago. And- helped, if you've helped some people, you know, help a mother, you know, an expectant mother get to the hospital- but it was at the same time that, you know, the drunk driver was happening to drive and then something something happened there because, you know, you didn't get yeah. them to the hospital. You yeah. asked them to pull over. Yeah. And now they're trying to get there themselves and they cause a crash. Like, Yeah, it could be an interesting thing of bringing, of bringing in these different uh, systems then that can intersect in various ways. But you don't have autonomy over where the car goes. No. You, or if they, you need to reroute them... You need to be focused on, okay, where am I rerouting them? They've gone off to a different thing. I can't keep on asking them to do a U-turn. Like, they've asked to go a different way, so now you need to reroute them, you know? Yeah. Um, they're adamant to going down Park Lane. You know, it's just that's the way they decided to go. There's something about this that I really, really like, and I think you could have, like, little um, little vignettes at the end of each each sort of thing, kind of like elite bait agents or... Well, yeah, perhaps. Or I, I, I do kind of like the idea of just discovering these stories through the actions, but I think you get at least, like, a little... Like, their license pops up or something, right? So, you know, oh, it's this person who I've seen before. Maybe you get a little bit of information on their previous trips or something. Mm. You know, it's got their history... So that you can follow them through, and then yeah, that it's just building up the stories based on that. So I kind of think that this is kind of like one of those. Um, you find out that these are literally, you know, uh, minimum wage people who are who are literally programming these routes in to the computer, and they've just got like 
um, as you get better, you get you get right. more more cars. But basically, that you work in like this huge um, sweatshop, basically yeah. sort of thing. Of you know, all you all you're doing is you got your little yeah. cubicle, you got your email there. Google Assistant doesn't actually exist. Like it's all <laughs> it's all just these fucking exploited workers for sure. Yeah, yeah. You're you're all Siri or yeah, sorry or <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Didn't we have a good one? Um, Oh, we we had one. We had one. Yeah. It's a while ago. Cindy or something, or like, no, what was it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was a while ago, so I don't have to remember. Zandy. I think it was Zandy. It could have been. Z- X and I X and or? Yeah, X-A-N-D-I. Yeah. That was it. Zandy. Zandy. There you go. We're all Zandy. Um, Zandy Maps. There's something about this, about this idea of the game, you know, where, you, where you're... You've just got a map, yeah. and this is where you're taking them. And then, you know, this is City One. You you've been assigned. You know, you're in the Melbourne Row, yeah, or something like that. And as you go down, it's like, oh no, now you know. Well, it's almost because it's almost a little bit of like mini metro ish, except it's except not. You're not drawing roads. The roads are there, and you're but you're you're drawing paths. Yeah. And so I think, unlike that flight game, it's less about them crashing into each other. Like I don't think that's it depends an issue necessarily. It depends. I mean, if you if you've got a guy who's literally speeding away from the cops, and I you- mean, yeah, if they're reckless, then but potentially it's like, yeah, you might, like you said, you might get the drunk guy and the fucking pregnant woman on the same point. It's like, well, I'm not fucking putting these two on the same road, exactly, because something's going to happen. But I think in general, if you just guide two people down the same road, like. They're just they're, they're following the rules or whatever. Yeah. But yes, I think having these different attributes on. But maybe you need to be very drivers. careful. Maybe you've got two licenses come up, and you see that they're from the same from the same address, right? And maybe this lady's trying to get away from a abu- from her abusive right. husband. And I mean, yeah, there are a lot of stories. Like- there are a lot of stories you can tell, and then I guess they'd almost need criteria for different resolutions. Do you just send them to where they want to go? Do you let them intersect? Do you, you know, have and have their endpoints end up? But well, you can't. The thing is, you can't change their endpoints because they've got a destination. They've got a destination in mind, but you. But sometimes you may be able to delay them a little bit so that this well, person can get away. Okay, or- so maybe you can have situations where it's like, oh, they got delayed long enough. They've changed. They changed their destination because they're like, well, I'm not going to make it to the you know airport or whatever. I'll just go to the bar instead, and that's where yeah, the well, and then next story splits starts. into different. Yeah, it splits um, into different things. The cool thing is, you could, given that you are an actual person that gets an email, you occasionally will get news that comes into right. your email that you can basically have. Like traffic news, basically, and it's yeah. it's you know, I think it's Zandy's you know feel good feel good news of the week where you know such and such um, Zandy two three seven seven five uh, successfully, nav- successfully navig- navigated yeah. these people and you know and they and fell then, in love at the you know like whatever the resolution is yeah and then your one is like. Yeah, you successfully navigated a drink driver into crashing into an ice cream truck and, like, 17 kids are dead. Because they had taken over the ice cream truck. (laughs) They were all hanging off it because... (laughs) Because they'd left the song on and were driving down the highway, I mean... Which they shouldn't have done. No, that's their fault. You know, kids go feral (laughs) when they hear that song. (laughs) 
<laughs> Do-do. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Two notes. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot you can do with that. That's that's really fun. Does the Steam Deck have touch controls? Yes. There you go. That'd work well. Yeah. <laughs> drawing, drawing, the, drawing the paths on. Drawing the paths. Yeah. Good Steam Deck. Good Steam Deck game. Good Switch game. Or Switch, Switch yeah. Or phone the game for that matter, really. Oh, I know. I I like the idea of keeping it to a console. Like <laughs> you, elitist, <laughs> you horrible person. Hey, at least I'm not just. I'm not leaving it to only Steam Deck owners. Given that we can't officially get it here in Australia yet, even though I've got one coming Ooh. in. This is this is why it's coming up. All right, three to one click. Let's move on to our next game. Oh, by the way, like. Just because we say a word doesn't mean that we like they're just jumping off points. Oh like, yeah, we're not we're not beholden to actually notice how smelly them. and cunning didn't really come into. I mean, it they at gave all, us like, the drunk driver thing and put us to the GPS idea. That's exactly, funny. and I fucking love it. And I want to. I want someone to build it. And why? Why isn't it out? And why can't I play it on my? That is a cool one. The storylets have really been like triggering some good ideas lately. Yeah, it really has substantial cube topical precedent. I mean, most presidents are topical in some degree. Oh, precedent. Okay, well, that's better. I didn't want to talk about presidents anyway. Substantial cube. I feel like that's like some <laughs> fucking alien <laughs> ship or something. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it's it coming to judge like, humanity in some way? I mean, if it's substantial, it means that it's fucking huge and it's got a dwarf earth. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's coming at your corner first, so you can tell it's probably a cube. It could be some other sort of pole. Very, very like, much a diamond when it's because it's sort of off kilter as well. Like it's coming. Yeah. Well, depending on where you are on Earth, I right? Say. Of course. Mm. Mm. And what time of day it is is like, and <laughs> the diamonds entering Jupiter now. This is very <laughs> destiny. Well, this is the, the traveler or whatever wasn't yeah. that a big cube? No. This is know. a bigger cube. Bigger cube. Yeah. This it's, is. It's worth the sun, even like oh, Jesus. <laughs> this and it's is, just right at Earth. This, this, this somehow this, does not have the mass of the this, sun. No, being the no. sun, it's hollow. It's hollow. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't have the mass. Of course not. You just have this massive corner that just points down at Earth, and it's like all you can see is like corner. Well, you th- like- okay, so you mm-hmm. think it's a cube, but the end game is you 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 like get all the way out. And it's actually an arrow. That someone is directing people to Earth mm. with a physical arrow that can be seen from, like, light years away. It's just but got, like, it's, lights going all the way pixelated. to the outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's 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 very uh, sharp edges and... Uh, yeah. It's very faceted, though. Mm. And you can kind of tell, like, that point is literally just one vertice. Like you can somehow tell that, that yeah, there's no. It's just it sharpens down to. An in, edge. in fact, in fact, they they used a um they used like you know the that huge um you know telescope uh, the new yeah, one the, the James, James Webb. Webb yeah yeah they they just pointed it right on the point and mm-hmm. just focused and focused and focused and, and they never saw any more detail essentially and it, it kept on going down and further and further and further and even when they it's a vertex of the universe yeah a singular vertex of mm. the universe mm. and a singular vertex that happened to be an atom that we didn't recognize like <laughs> right 
it's like a, it's a it's a single like yeah building block building block of the universe this is yeah. how we discover that everything is actually in a video game right yeah we're in a simulation but in this case we found that uh, kind of like what pixels the movie oh, should have actually yeah. been. Okay. Um, these these are actually you know there's there's a scientific reason as to why these are these are right. So essentially, we're discovering that the the most like the 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 smallest building block of the universe are pixels. Is yes. that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in or this- voxels, maybe <laughs> voxels. <laughs> <laughs> They're vertices. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you you find the. In, in fact, if you if you actually go in like deep into this this thing, mm. it turns out that yes, we're built of multiple atoms, but the reason why this why this um, this uh, massive arrow doesn't take up much mass mm-hmm. is because it is literally, from what you can see, you can only see five actual five points actual that points, exist and therefore there's five actual atoms that are pointing right at us it's just all the all these so it's, a, it's, a, it's even plainer it's not uh it doesn't have any additional faces well it's, it's got single side faces like you can see the faces on the outside but the faces aren't aren't made of atoms they're they're literally what if if you went deep enough with a with a with a high enough contrast microscope yeah. into our skin, you'd actually find out that oh, that's why this all works because we're made up of billions upon billions of vertices. Yeah, so we're harder to render than what this arrow is. Right, it's just a very yeah. simple. It's a debug arrow. It's a debug arrow. Some someone accidentally. Okay, there we off. go. All right, because so, we went way too deep into just my throwaway idea that they're pointing at us for some reason. I love the idea that they're debugging the simulation and that's yes. how this has come about. It's a mouse cursor. <laughs> it's a mouse cursor, yes. They're essentially showing their boss, like, I don't know what's happening in in this version of, of the simulation on Earth here. In Universe Sandbox, you know, why is this happening? Like, yeah. You know, I'm pointing, pointing at it. Um, and, but somehow you use that as a way to, like tear apart you know break outside of the simulation essentially like get to the code running underneath do some sort of root exploit yeah to the base level operating system it turns out the reason why they why they found out that there was an issue is because we actually created universe sandbox inside of the universe sandbox oh and we created it to to too high a definition that it was just like increasing the load because because little did we know but within our universe sandbox. Someone else created a universe sandbox, and so we, we're we are literally of- just going thirteenth floor again. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but I, I do like I, do, I like this as an adventure. Then of, I mean, it's essentially a superhero story in a way because if you're the one who discovers. The, how to do the root exploit based on this you know it's like news reports are reporting there's a giant you know arrow in, in the sky that no one seems to be out of you know focus on or whatever or whatever you know so what actually happens is you in you happen to be uh running creating this program right and you selected like down on down on your, your oh, thing. you're saying that it's actually recursive in the fact it's recursive that in it's the fact your that your program, cursor. your program, and your debug arrow. <laughs> there's, just, okay. there's something about that that just I makes do me like laugh. That. I do even like that. more. I um, 
it's not Universe Sandbox anymore because we don't we don't have anything to do with those developers. No, no, but no, it's no. instead it's Solar System, Solar System sa- Sandbox SSS. <laughs> sure, it's just the Solar System. But yes, somehow you creating. So essentially, you've created this software, except what this software ends up being is so complex that it has created a simulation where everyone doesn't realize they're in a simulation and that time is time time within the simulation like memories have extended before before this it was thing created, was created yeah. except technically that's all of existence but technically if it was if it was created how do you know that that wasn't just created memories well yeah like yeah. this this is this is the paradox of it like which came first well, and maybe you're trying to decipher, and we're getting really weird. Solar system essential here. Maybe you're trying to decipher, though. So you're like, oh shit, like my cursor's there. This is my cursor in the sky. But is it actually like a a paradoxical recursive thing, or is it just that you are in a simulation that is so similar to the like outer simulation that the same things are happening at the same time, or? You mix. You missed up the pointer a little bit, and it pointed to the, to the external one. Not your. You like clicked on. It's like, where's my debug arrow? <laughs> <laughs> this is getting too complicated. It's getting too meta. I know. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I like the idea that this is literally. You know, you you thought, what if we could take the Sims, which is all about like one neighborhood, mm-hmm. and make it all about the whole solar system mm-hmm. and simulate. You know what's going on on Mars and what's going on on you know the Moon with the Moon base and what's yeah. going on. And so you, and because this is how game development works, you reverse engineered the Sims. Yes, and then just hit like Control D to duplicate it. Like, yeah. and you just kind of left you you lent something on the keyboard so that it would just do it billions <laughs> of times. billions of times. Yeah, um, and then this is what it ended up with. Yeah, and somehow it just knew that, okay, we need to, like, the system just knew that this neighbourhood is different to this neighbourhood, which yeah, is I mean, different you to this neighbourhood. Yeah, you made a copy of it, so it's a different neighbourhood. It's a different neighbourhood, <laughs> This is how game course. development works. You don't have to do anything different when you... <laughs> in, in fact, you know, it, it's so smart now, like, with all this AI art, which is, you know, a little bit controversial. That's it. It was all... Yeah, okay. But somehow, like, the AI... It, it, it just worked out, you know, what each of the, each of the people within there. Yeah, and one of them happened to be you. Yes, and who had your exact and, and memories? You, you and selected thoughts. that person, and you said debug, and then you saw an arrow over your head, and you thought, "Oh, this is pretty cool." I can so, wait, is this is this is the point here then that this debug arrow that's above the whole Earth is actually just pointing at you and no one's realised because it's sort of that. <laughs> it's literally pointing at you. But it's, and just, it's like, because you zoomed right out. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's literally swinging around. <laughs> like wherever, yeah, wherever you are, it's directly above pointing at you. <laughs> so you don't even notice it at first because you look straight up. You're looking in the, on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> It's a big green diamond. <laughs> you just sort of see a dot or like a line. You just see a line of that that facing edge. Um, and this is going to be impossible to follow as an episode. We need to move on. This feels like an episode of fucking Joe Rogan or something like smoking weed. And Hey, I've had two beers. It's most I've drunk in a long time. <laughs> <laughs>
Incentive appendix. Radical prosecution. Okay. Hmm. Are we thinking organ or like end of a reference book? I think end of- (laughs) I think end of a law book or a law or, or of a law. Yeah, I guess if you've got prosecution, then you might have appendices on a like a contract or something yeah. that you're dealing with. And it's a radical contract, right? It's from the eighties. Or it, you're a wearing radical sunglasses. <laughs> you were coming wearing board shorts, thongs, and the bloody and, and sunglasses, sunglasses, and very eighties and a billabong top, and <laughs> you come in going, "Cool, dude, wet hot American BMX. lawyer." <laughs> <laughs> Why do I think that a rad lawyer is going to be like the most awesome of awesome games? Oh yeah, I mean, you you can it's ra- like how could it not be? It's radical. It's like um it's it's lore or die. It's like skate or die. <laughs> and Court ski or, or die. die. <laughs> ski or die, skate or die. Was there more? Those two. I think they were it, but then I'm thinking also California games yeah. and yeah. winter and summer games. You know, I played a lot of those. Yeah, Epics. Caveman Olympics. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I I think so. This is a, this is a series of mini games around a radical lawyer, around a radical lawyer, and he finds like you know usually the way that he wins his cases is he looks. In, does a mini game and looks into, into you know the appendices of the contracts and all this sort of stuff. And so, like, just <laughs> I'm just amused by like out of the context of it, this being a game that he just does a mini game. He's like, all right, sorry, just hold on for a sec, everybody. I've got to do a quick time event or two <laughs> to figure this out. <laughs> and it's like one of those Sherlock Holmesian moments of. Hmm, putting all the pieces together and it's just him doing quick time events in his brain. In his brain, yeah. <laughs> and you can practice them because that's one of the things that you could do in California games. Like you could you, right. know, you could practice Frisbee right. and see where, how far you could throw it. And <laughs> oh, God, the Frisbee. Maybe we just reskin California games where they're all now. It's like, how far can you throw the contract? <laughs> Move, the, the, B, the BMX one is literally just him doing BMX. <laughs> yeah, well, he's radical. Uh, <laughs> but it's in a courtroom now. Now, how does the hacky sack one work? Uh, oh, sorry. It's foot bag, as it was <laughs> called in fucking... Is hacky sack a brand? Well, probably. It probably is. Uh, you're kicking the, the judge's gavel. And you have to like, <laughs> not let it hit the ground because then it'll, it'll it'll get scratched, and you don't want that. Because well, I was going to say, lend the court case. Like the whole ground is the like thing that it hits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a hundred percent the CGA graphics, but because um, when when I play California games, I played it on my original XT, and we had a CGA monitor, mm-hmm. and unlike winter games, four colors. Yes, CGA, there was only four, four, four colors. colors yeah. But unlike unlike Back winter games, day. which had cyan, white, magenta, and yeah. black, this had the the really ugly yellow, yeah, green, and um, like a r- red sort of color. Yeah. It wasn't quite. It wasn't magenta. It was the, yeah, yeah. It was the, one of the alternate. The, yeah, the alternate palettes or whatever. 
I found out a lot of really cool stuff about CGA, and uh, you should check it out on YouTube. It's- There's some cool stuff explaining how all that worked. Um, it's pretty wild, the things how they, they did actually with very other, limited technology. There were technology. other modes that basically meant that you could actually access 16 colours. Right. Like, with CGA, and it could show on the CGA monitors. It's just that... It was so low quality. Mm. Like, it was almost a text mode of, like, mm. 80 by 24. And they never used it. <laughs> Interesting. We need to do one more. Because this episode is bonkers. Mm, okay. Interrupted operator. Enabling bulb. <sighs> what was yours again? Interrupting, interrupted operator. So I'm definitely getting some sort of like dispatch person or at a switchboard, like, or like a a mate or like matrix style. You know how they like pick up the, you know, operator, get me a whatever. Get me an exit. Someone who, the man in the chair, you're the person in the chair. Yeah. VR. VR. I do like the idea of physical switches of some sort, whether it's whether it's doing the like cables, the and cables. plugs, or whether it's just we've like we've done that before. But- piloty sort of like flicking lots of switches that you have to do in certain things to like meet particular criteria or make something happen. Yeah, very tactile. But there's a bulb that, if it goes off, you've got to drop everything and focus on. Right, you've got like an emergency. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, you've got your regular job that you got to do. And then you've got, like, the emergency channel, which is, like... It's like the red phone. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you are, like... Maybe you are the person in the chair for, like, secret agents of some sort. Like, mm. a variety, you know, a, a whole organization. Like, a... a, a who was it in Get Smart? I don't remember. I think Chaos were the bad ones. Yes, they they were. I don't remember who the good guys were, but anyway. Control. Control, yeah, control. Because I I like the idea of it being a bit tongue-in-cheek as well. I only just got Chaos and Control, and that's just blown my fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'd ever thought about that. Wow. (laughs) Today I learned... (laughs) Oh, I was today years old. I was today I, years old when I when I found out that control and chaos were the you know were literally named because of because one of was looking opposite. for control and yeah. one was looking for chaos. Like yeah, fuck. villains and uh, cops. <laughs> please please comment on on this podcast like when we put it out there to see <laughs> Did who, you, is this, who else yeah. realized that. Well, because I most of the time when I was watching Get Smart, I was like. Fucking eight years old. Like, yeah. I didn't think about these things. Um, okay, so you're like the operator in the, in the chair for these bumbling agents. agents. Yeah. Maybe they're not all bumbling, but some of them are bumbling to various deg- varying degrees of bumbleness. Yes. So, what are you having to do from? What are they calling you up for? And do you just we have need to- an exit? Like, and you got you got to work out. Okay, they're here. Oh, there's a helicopter in the area. We can get them a helicopter. Mm. So you organise them a helicopter, and it's like, no, you need a sewer escape. We've got a, um, we've got a. Like, so you pulling up we're blueprints po- and shit. <laughs> you you basically pull up the area and go, okay, we've got a cache in this area, and it's got a wetsuit. Okay, right. So you're almost putting together because uh, yeah, I'm trying to think how you, how you build this out, but it's like it could almost be procedural in a way, but you're. 
you're having to click on the few things like you've got a bunch of things you can do it but you're essentially saying like oh okay wetsuit because there's a uh there's like a, po- there's a there's canal a, there's a pocket jet ski over here that yeah um you know we can we can we can ensure that that's you know um unlocked by the time you get there yeah um it's being refueled it got refueled last week so yeah. that's fine but then you do have like mini games with your switches and different things i think to like get the signal through or something you know like, yeah. or to, and, and to break encryption and that sort of yeah. stuff like yeah 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 or to encrypt the signal so that you know it's not being intercepted by anyone if you right if you don't do that then there's a chance that uh chaos agent will um well we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with it it's, it's entropy uh <laughs> <laughs> an entropy agent <laughs> um what's the opposite of entropy like uh structure of some sort anyway yes an entropy agent will come and and, and intercept or and you'll have a sh- and there'll be a shootout or, or it'll alter the i mean you this fucking story lets again I, I know i've already been thinking about, yeah. yeah there's all fucking story lets again but that that's fine yeah like because it it just depends it just lets on- you not rely on full procedurality but still the actual connections that are made between these stories then you, then can, you look, can be different again, every time. The agent profile comes up and he goes, he's, yeah. af- he's afraid of water. He never learned how to swim. You can't give him a jet ski. Yeah. Yeah. But he flies the fuck out of a jet pack. So go find, go find the cache over here with a jet pack. Yeah. It wasn't really can, fuel, I, can yeah. I get the, can I get the fuel there before he turns up? Yeah. Like, uh, all right. Uh, we've got a, you know, we've got a f- truck in the area that I'm going to divert to you or whatever you need to. Yeah. Um, Go down this, go down this path, and then turn here. <laughs> now you're the GPS guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm thinking like, yeah, but that's a that's an opportunity for a mini game of like, oh, sh- we've got to break into the traffic light system to guide them to you, um, and, and you have some fun. It, with it's, the all, it's all you know when you when you get close we're gonna go green 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 yeah, green yeah. And well and i think you, you almost abstract to- this out a lot i don't know if you're really like showing a lot of this happen mm. in a sense you're sort of you've got maps you've got blueprints you've got their profiles and you've got them talking to you in your ear um essentially with you know however way whichever direction a story that goes in you've got the different paths that it can take yeah and then it leaves your situation differently of like oh well we know you know these are the agents out in the field here are their attributes yep here and there's opportunities there for all the different story that we've written to come in yeah and basically you you never know what's going to come up you know we've we've given these agents all the different things you know he's afraid of he's afraid of traffic lights he's afraid of Traffic. It's colorblind, so you can, it doesn't matter what you do to the traffic lights. He's going to drive straight through. He likes through traffic lights. <laughs> Monty Python. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. And then yeah, you'll you'll end up with all sorts of ridiculous stories out of that as well. And yeah, and you know if if you lose one of those agents, well, you just pull another off the off the. Pile. Well, that's it. Like, and, and so I like the idea of the the stories that will come out of that naturally and you'll end up with like who is your eight, agent 86 like who is the one that's always seemed to be bumbling but then gets out of you know gets out of danger and gets makes out it of back. danger just like everything went wrong but he still got out like yeah and it was just through the fact that 
you know, his luck stat is through the roof. Like, <laughs> yeah, or just or just actual luck, right? Like the 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 RNG went in seems to keep going in this agent's direction and maybe there are ways you can cascade that over time where it's like oh this person's got lucky a bunch of times let's kind of let's kick up their luck stat yeah even further and sort of swing things in their direction just because that makes for an interesting story yeah and to do that in vr i think would be just a yeah well then just the immersiveness of that then and you feel like you've got different phones in the background going off around the place it feels like you're in sort of a bustling office but you're just dealing with your little set of agents and you hear them directly in your ear mm. Ooh, i love the fact that you know they're coming from one side but if yeah if the boss oh. needs, needs to give you give you some instructions it comes you know, from the other ear he's giving it to you that you have to then like yeah communicate that across and you can do that through button prompts and that sort of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. it's like no 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 you can't you can't use the jetpack like <laughs> Um, he's not certified for that. (laughs) Or even to the point of like, there are things you can do that are against the rules and you have to look around to make sure your boss isn't over your shoulder because, you know, you're technically not supposed to give them the rocket launcher or whatever if they haven't requisitioned it. (laughs) But you notice that there was a surplus of rockets, so they're not going to miss them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. Um, that does bring us to the end of this episode. It does. It does. This this was chaotic. If you would like to find all Guess of Guess what we forgot to do. What? Throughout the entire No, throughout the entire thing, the other part was supposed to be, are we there yet? Oh, and yeah. we only did that the very first time. So, sorry about that, listeners. We forgot our own rule <laughs> of, the, of the episode. Maybe we'll just cut around it and see what happens. Ben's at it, so we'll see what he does. We'll see what I do. All right. Uh, if you want to find all of our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. Listen to them there. Leave us a review. That'd be great. Yep. Um, if you like the song that we play at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mount Defiance of the album Containment Failure by the band Crudust. It's awesome. I recommend you listen to it. It goes longer than 30 seconds. That's right. So, thank you again for joining us this week on BitStorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. Are we there yet?